Thank you for downloading this podcast from Pardes, North America. This episode of Pardes from Jerusalem features Rabbi Elchanan Miller on Parashat Mitzorah. Have you finalized your summer plans yet? We hope that you've considered the Pardes Learning Seminar as an option to return to Jerusalem and spend five amazing days learning in our Beit Midrash with your favorite faculty members. For more information, please visit pardes.org.il forward slash seminar. And now, here is Rabbi Elchanan Miller. A person wakes up in the morning and discovers a skin condition. A white patch has emerged on his body. It might be lower, indented in the skin. The hair on the patch might have turned white. The person suspects leprosy or tzarat. He turns to the priest, either Aaron the priest or any of his children. And after a long process of diagnosis that's detailed in graphic detail in chapter 13 of the book of Leviticus, Vayikra, he's finally diagnosed with tzarat. At the end of that chapter, in verses 45 and 46, the Torah tells us the following. As for the person with a leprous affection, the clothes shall be rent, the head shall be left bare, and the upper lip shall be covered over, and that person shall call out, Impure! Impure! The person shall be impure as long as the disease is present. Being impure, that person shall dwell apart in a dwelling outside the camp. That's the description that we read in this week's Torah portion, Metzorah. Leprosy and skin conditions are something that I think any modern reader would feel alienated to. Clearly, this isn't a physical condition. It's a spiritual affliction that can afflict not only humans, they can afflict garments or even buildings, the inside of the house. How do we relate to this issue of leprosy, um, tzarat, in as modern people. The association between leprosy and morality isn't evident in this week's portion, but we do read about it when we learn about Miriam, the sister of Moses, who spoke ill of Moses and then was afflicted with tzarat, with leprosy. And she too, just as described here in the book of Leviticus, had to sit outside the camp. But the association is made more clearly in the Talmud. Tractate Arachin, ch- uh, page 15, tells us the following. Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra says, Anyone who speaks malicious speech will be afflicted by leprous marks coming upon him. As it is stated, whoever defames his neighbor in secret, I will destroy him. So Rabbi Yossi ben Zimra associates Lashon hara, malicious speech with negaim, afflictions. Amar Reish Lakish, Reish Lakish, Lakish said, Mai dichtiv zot tiye Torah Why does the Torah tell us zot tiye Torah the Torah of the leper? Zot tiye Torato shel motzi shemra. Motzi shemra is a play on words that Reish Lakish does with the word metzora. Reading the Midrash in Vayikra Rabbah, one understands that a leper received pariah status in the eyes of the rabbis. 
Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish disputed, argued. One said, you cannot walk to the east of a leper within four cubits of a metzorah, while Rabbi Shimon said, even 100 cubits. They did not disagree, says the Midrash. One said four cubits referred to a time where the wind is not blowing, and the one who said 100 referred to the time when the wind is blowing. Rabbi Meir would not eat in the offshoots of the alley of a Metzora. Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi would not ascend to the alley of a Metzora. When Reish Lakish saw one of them in the city, he stoned them with stones and said to them, Go to your place and do not stink up. As Rabbi Chia taught, alone he shall dwell. On his own he shall dwell. Rabbi Elazar, son of Rabbi Shimon, saw one of them and hid from them. As it is written, this is the law of the Metzorah, the one who brings out a bad name, Motzi Shemra. The anonymous author of Sefer HaChinuch, a 13th century book written in Spain that specifies the positive and negative mitzvot, sees the leprosy as a, the same part of the same category as someone who defiled himself by sleeping with an impure woman, or someone who con contracted impurity of death. This idea of tame tameikra, the leper calling out, I am impure, I am impure, is a moral cautioning, according to Sefer HaChinuch. A person has to warn people that if they come close to him, they might somehow contract the impurity that he brought upon himself. And this is how Sefer HaChinuch explains the mitzvah of, of distancing yourself from society. When a person is distanced, distanced from the rest of society, he has to take heed and realize In any sin, any sinful behavior causes a person to distance himself from goodness. For people to repent and go back to the straight path. And then Sefer Achinuch quotes from the tractate Arachin that we referred to earlier. The person who spoke ill of others caused separation between man and wife, between a person and their fellow, their friend, and therefore he himself has to be isolated. And therefore it's fitting that people should be called to remove themselves from him. There's something, there's a principle in uh, Judaism called midah keneged midah. If a person behaves in a certain way and causes a certain effect, the punishment is fitting the crime. So the person needs to be punished in a similar way that he was uh, behaved. But then Sefer HaChinuch goes to great lengths to explain that God is not a punitive God. He doesn't punish a person for misdeeds, but rather the effect of leprosy, the outcome, 
is something that the person himself brought upon himself, a behavior that is in a way a self-fulfilling prophecy by alienating other people and distancing themselves from one another, the leper in some sort of cosmic way or in a behavioral way brought the others to distance themselves from him. The Tosefta, a Tanaic source on Tractate Negaim, explains or fills in the gaps that aren't mentioned in the Torah about this back and forth between the leper and the priest, the Kohen. And so reads the Tosefta. How is the diagnosis, for lack of a better word, of this affliction done? Whether or not the stain, the affliction, is big enough as two grisim, that's the minimum size of something to be considered leprosy, and whether the color is greenish or reddish, the person would come to the priest, and then the priest would tell, tell him, My son, go and search your soul, because negaim, various afflictions, don't come unless someone sinned with Lashonara, evil speech. Ve'enatzarat ba, and leprosy doesn't come unless other than to people who are gasei haruach, who are rude. Ve'ena makom danet adam ela bedatan, and God only judges people based on their own actions. Harei hen ba'im al beito, chazar bo, ta'un chalitza, ve'im lav, ta'un First, there's this gradation, according to the Tosefta. The first place that the affliction appears is on the walls of the house. If a person repents, only minor damage is done to the house. But if the person doesn't repent, the entire house or the entire wall needs to be shattered. Then the affliction appears on the person's clothes. If he repented, all he needs to do is tear the clothes. But if not, he has to burn them. The third level is when the affliction appears on the body. If a person repents, the affliction disappears. If not, he has to be isolated outside the camp. Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar Omer, Mishum Rabbi Meir, Af al gasut haruach negaim baim, sheken matzinu beuziyahu. Rabbi Shimon ben Alazar adds that um, people get afflicted by these conditions, um, not only for evil speech, but also for rudeness, as was the case with King Uziyahu, that the prophet Isaiah mentioned. Um, as, as getting afflicted. The purification process of the leper is also highly symbolic. When the seven days of isolation are over, the priest leaves the camp 
And when he diagnoses the patient or the person as not having leprosy anymore, he has to take two live birds that are pure and a cedar tree or cedar wood, crimson stuff, that is shnitolat, and hyssop. And all of them need to be used, ground up, and put in water. And that water needs to be sprinkled on the mitzorah. The Midrash in Tanchuma um, reflects on the symbolism of these elements that go into the purification process. Manishtana korbano, sort of using Pesach words, Manishtana korbano, Mishar korbanot, asks the Midrash, Al shesiper lashonara. His sacrifice is different because he spoke ill. Therefore, Torah decreed that he has to bring two birds, because their voice, the chirping of the birds, is heard afar. The cedar tree. The cedar tree is the highest tree known to society at that time. And because the person elevated himself, raised himself, was haughty and arrogant, like the cedar tree, that's why the leprosy afflicted him. Another interpretation. Divrei Ayamim, the book of Divrei Ayamim, um, depicts Uziyahu as someone who was so arrogant that he became corrupt. Then the Midrash goes and reflects on the hyssop. There is nothing lower than hyssop among all trees. Since the person humiliated himself or lowered himself, that's why through this correction process, he becomes cured through the hyssop. However, our sages don't see this act of calling out impure, impure as necessarily just a warning to other people to stay away and not be infected by the evil behavior or the bad behavior of the leper. In Tractate Moed Katan, the rabbis learn the obligation to mark graves from the words Vetametameikra. Rabbi Abahu says, Mehacha, Vetametameikra, Tum'a koralo veomeret lo prosh. According to Rabbi Abahu, it's not the the person calling out tame tame, but the tum'a itself, metaphorically speaking, it's the impurity calling out from the grave in this case and telling people stay away. And that's why you need to mark graves. And then the Talmud asks, Is this really what the verse can be used for? To warn people to stay away from impure graves? The 
ורבים מבקשים עליו רחמים. The Talmud tells us that this verse already was used to teach us a different lesson, not a lesson of impurity, but a social lesson, that when the impure person calls out tameh tameh, he's actually calling for help. He's actually begging people to pray for him, to ask for rachamim, to ask for mercy from God, so that he becomes um, healthy or pure again. And the Talmud concludes, Im ken lichtov We would only say the word tameh once if it were only to teach us about um, mercy. Mai vetameh tameh, shmat mina tarte. The fact that the word tameh is said twice in the verse teaches us that there's two lessons to be learned here. One, that a person needs to stay away from immorality or evil speech. And the other, once the person is already in this predicament, that society should pray for him, for his well-being. And I think that's a lesson we can take with us today. As alienated, as distanced as we feel from this idea of leprosy, this physical manifestation of moral um, discomfort, I think we can learn the lesson that the rabbis are trying to teach us, that at the same time, we need to stay away from immoral behavior, but also not stay away from the person. We have to ask for mercy for the person and try to do everything we can to cure them and help them and bring them back to society. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you again for downloading this podcast, a production of Pardes North America. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Spotify for the latest episode of Pardes from Jerusalem or by visiting elmod.pardes.org. Tune in next week as Rabbi Alex Israel discusses Parashat Acharei Mot. Thanks for listening.